the value of execution, of just getting it done. I've got a story I want to I want to share with you that really really hit home for me. <laughs> it was it was some painful feedback that I received once that uh, that I think about often actually um, when it comes to stop talking and start doing. Let's talk about that in this episode. Leadership is the ability to facilitate movement in others toward a destination you can describe. I'm Russ Hill. I help build leaders. And this is the Culture Hacks Podcast. Welcome into the Culture Hacks Podcast. I'm Russ Hill. I coach executives, impact their results. You can find out more about what I do, my background, if you're new to the podcast, by going to russhill.me, M-E, or connecting with me on LinkedIn. The link to do that is in the show notes. Okay, so um, funny story on the the subject of execution. I know that you could file this away as, well, of course, it's common sense, like, this is this is this is a no-brainer and yet I think we all need reminders of it all the time or at least I do. I don't know about you, but every leader I work with, every leader I've interacted with or coached or um, been around, I I think we all need reminders of this. And so maybe this will be helpful to you. So several years ago, I was uh, this is actually uh, a, a church story, but it's business related or it's uh, pro, uh, productivity related. OK, so several years ago, I was part of this group, three people who oversaw a congregation of like 5000 members of of our church. The way our church is broken down is you've got what we call wards. That's like a, a congregation of three to six hundred people that go to this church and meet at that time. And then above that, so that's called a ward. And then there's a, what we call a stake. The terms don't really matter, but a stake would be like eight wards and so, or, or 10 wards. And so that's a bigger geographical area and, um, and, and somewhere between three to 5,000 people in that. And so that's, that's how our, our church is divided. You go to the church in your area based off of where you live. You don't just kind of pick the church if you're a member of our church. Does that make sense? You don't pick the preacher or the pastor or where you want to go. You you go, uh, the location and time is dependent on where you live. So this uh, this this leadership group, I, I was asked to spend a few years um, being part of this this small leadership team over this larger congregation, you know, this, this collection of wards or congregations and about 5,000 people. And, um, and so we, we had meetings all the time with different groups that were running different congregations and we would train them cause they're, they're going in and out. There's no paid clergy, right? It's all volunteers. And so we would, we would do meetings with them to train them and update them on different things and to hold them accountable and schedule activities and all that sort of stuff and lots of administrative work. And this is on the side, right? We all have full-time jobs, all doing what we do for a living and got our families. And so this is an addition to that. So we do meetings in the evenings or on Sundays or Saturdays or what, what, whenever that works um, to, to do the administration side of things. And, um, and so we would meet with what we call the bishops and, and bishoprics, these, these small groups of leaders that would oversee a congregation. They'd come and meet with us once a month at the time we were doing that. They'd meet with us once a month and we would spend 
um, an evening training them, updating them, going over upcoming events and things that we felt like they needed to be aware of and um, challenges that we saw that they were experiencing. So we had these training meetings once a month. And I am and if you've listened to this podcast for a while, you know that I'm kind of allergic to uh, to to a lot of meetings, especially wasteful ones where I don't feel like they're productive. And there are so many of those out there. And so um, so I would I would always want to make this meeting short. And my, my, uh, I probably over index. In fact, I do over index on keeping it too brief where a lot of times I work with other leaders that over index on the other end of that spectrum, which is, well, let's meet forever. Like let's act like we have nothing else going on in our lives and just have a long meeting. So the answer is in the middle, right? Somewhere in the middle is, is the, is the sweet spot. So I would go into these meetings thinking, you know, we, we need to take, um, we need to not take a ton of time with these leaders and, uh, and, and, and and give them a lot of value in the, in in these meetings. Well, the group that I was a part of, I, we 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 ended up having some pretty long meetings, and they would go for hours. And um and after one of these meetings, one evening, everybody had filed out of the out of the building, out of the church, and it was just me and a buddy of mine, a uh, a friend of mine who was in the room, and he was part of the group they were meeting with to train. And so I said to him, I said, um, what, what feedback do you have from about that meeting? Like, w- w- was that valuable? Was it good? Like, what, w- what did you think about it? And, um, and he was, he, he, he is somebody who's extremely kind, not a mean or cynical bone in his body. Well, maybe a cynical bone, but, <laughs> but very kind and, uh, and doesn't want to offend or hurt anybody. Just a very good individual. And, um, and he looked at me with this look that I wasn't used to of kind of frustration. It wasn't kind of, it was frustration. And he said, well, he said something to the effect of, well, my feedback would be, we probably, it would be nice if we stopped meeting and actually got to go do the things you all keep telling us to do. And I thought, ouch, like, wow, that's, really direct feedback from this person who I'm not used to um, hearing um, that direct feedback from before. And his intent was great. And he was totally right. Like I a hundred percent agreed with him. And so I took that feedback back into, to our leadership meeting, um, the group that was running these meetings um, the next Sunday when we got together, I'm like, Hey, so-and-so gave me this feedback. And I think he's right. And how can we, how, what, how should we react to this or how should we adjust in order to bring more value to these people that we're trying to serve these leaders that we're trying to help out. And the reason that experience comes to mind a lot is because I think it's so true of each of us individually, and it's so true of our organizations and us as leaders. How much time do we spend talking about things, brainstorming, talking about strategy, considering different um, alternatives, just dr- dreaming, like fantasizing about different things? And we're, we're just c- talking about this, these things all the time. And, and at some point you just have to, okay, let's stop the discussion or let's, let's, let's make sure we're not over indexing on that and just go execute and get things done. And I find myself, you know, if you were to graph it almost or kind of chart it, this is a, a line that goes up and down and it's got a lot of curves in this line, right? Because you look at my productivity and there are times there are weeks, days, probably even months where I'm doing a lot of ideating, a lot of talking, a lot of 
dreaming, a lot of planning, a lot of strategizing, but not a lot of execution. And then there are other times, like right now, uh, as you're trying to get a book out and with the the firm that we started that's now starting to get really busy, um, like really busy. And it's a good problem. Uh, we've got a lot of a lot of different opportunities and a lot of different companies and leaders that are talking to us about a lot of different things, but it's just sucking up our schedule. Like the calendar, even today, like, man, every hour, it's just boom, 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 just locked down. And, and, and so that can get in the way of execution. So I, 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 and then that causes me to get stressed. I don't know about you, but I'm like, oh man, we're doing a lot of talking and there's all these things on our action list or on our tactical list or things we need to go do. And I think there is, there's, there's great value in, so I'll tell you kind of what I do. I get to that point and then I think, okay, block out the noise, block out time on your calendar and, and create that list and just execute, like get things done. And to me, that's the difference between someone who's really successful, really productive and someone who's not. And, and the question I, I think about in my head is how much am I thinking about things? How much am I talking about them versus how much time am I actually doing? Like, can am I, am I checking things off the list? Are we, are we, are we getting things done? Are we moving forward? And really successful people are right. They're executing. They're not just talking. They're not just brainstorming. They're not just um, strategizing. They are. If you were to look at what they've gotten done in the last few weeks or months, it's massive. And so this is a good reminder for me because I, I think I've got to balance that more. So, for instance, I got a message. This is real small. Well, kind of small, but um, I got I got. I, well, I got one, a message yesterday and, and now it's like three of them from three different people on LinkedIn, direct messages. And, and, and these messages are all from people who were like, uh, Hey Russ, are you like, are you alive? Because we haven't seen you post much on LinkedIn lately. We haven't heard our, like, is that, in fact, one of them was a very kind person who I, I don't know personally, but said like, I just want to check in and I want to make sure you're okay because where are you? And, and, and I, I appreciated the the concern. And yet at the same time, I was thinking, dang it, that's evidence of me not executing. And because, and I've got, I've got great excuses, the book and being with clients and the travel schedule and all, I mean, me not putting out any podcast episodes last week. Like I used to go a year or two ago, I'd go a month or two without putting out an episode. I didn't, I didn't have consistency to it. And, and I thought I, I, it came to a point to where I decided I have to execute. We have to do this regularly if I'm going to build an audience and if I'm going to serve the people who are trusting me to listen. And so I've been incredibly good, patting myself on the back here, at putting out an episode twice a week, Monday, Wednesday, just getting them out. I've missed a couple, but not many. And so like last week, that just drives me nuts. Like, oh my gosh, I can't do that. And I've got to execute. And then the LinkedIn post, I'm like, man, there's an audience of thousands of people that that are reacting and reading my stuff. I've gotten a good amount of business opportunities um, and connections off of LinkedIn. I did an episode of like 10 or 15 episodes about how, how LinkedIn's impacted our business and my career. And, and I'm, yet I'm not executing and I've got great excuses. I'm busy, but that's not actually a, a good excuse. So what I'm, what I'm thinking in my mind is, okay, Russ, you need to adjust. You need to come up with the systems 
the process to where you don't fail to execute when you're busy in other areas. Does that make sense to you? And perhaps you can relate to that. And, um, and I, I think the answer is just gauging your success, really thinking about how well of a job am I doing? How good of a job am I doing executing? And if I'm leaning too far away from that, or if things are getting in the way of it, I've got to manage that. I've got to adapt. I've got to adjust so that I'm, I'm back on track to be executing, getting things done, moving forward because the businesses, the people, the companies that are successful, I mean, my experience is the same as yours. It's the people and companies and teams that execute. They get crap done. They're, they're checking things off the list. They're not just talking about it. And there's so much waste. Um, man, that reminds me of a, an experience I've had recently with a group that just loves to talk, like talk and talk and plan and plan and whatever. And, and it's driving me nuts because we're just not executing. Like, let's cancel half these meetings, half these calls, and just go get crap done, right? It goes back to that conversation I had that evening in the church where I got that feedback of, hey, you know what? Can we stop talking and start doing? Like, could you give me time to go do and we as leaders, we not only have to abuse this from how much we're executing, but are we getting in the way of our team executing? Are we slowing them down? Are we holding them accountable enough to execute? Or is it all just kind of ideas? I, um, the companies that I've been a part of, whether I'm coaching, consulting them, or whether I work there, have worked there in the past, the companies that fail to execute on a regular basis get a lot of stuff done. There's just not a lot of growth. There's not a lot of forward movement. They're great ideas, really good people in there, but we're not moving forward. So this is just your, your reminder. It's, it's useful for me to say all this stuff out loud because um, I'm feeling it right now. I'm feeling the angst of not executing on a lot of stuff and, and I, I've, I've got to get it done. So um, hopefully this is valuable as a reminder to you as well. Okay, thank you so much. I, I value every single one of you. Appreciate the time you spend listening to the podcast. I appreciate those of you who mention it to other people and I hope you're finding value in it and uh, hope you're healthy. I hope you're doing well and I'll talk to you in the next ep- episode. Go execute. Thank you so much for listening. Are you getting my emails as well? Every week, I'm writing an article designed to strengthen your ability to lead others. Are you seeing these? If you're not, join the more than 5,000 people who are reading them. They've subscribed for free. Just go to russhill.me. Start getting those weekly leadership articles at russhillmyname.me. At that site, by the way, you can also learn more about my online courses and coaching sprints if you've got interest in that as well. Russhill.me.